The Adam Crowley Show. Brought to you by the Erector Protector, protecting your junk since 2016. If you want to keep the bang out your wang, you need Erector Protector. Available at Walgreens, CBS, and Arby's. Adam Crowley on ESPN Pittsburgh. Football is back! The Steelers are back! There will be ups and downs, trials and tribulations, adversity that will be overcome, and challenges that will not be met. Le'Veon Bell's going to report. Ben Roethlisberger's going to mouth off during his radio show. Mike Tomlin, with a bleep-eating grin, will at some point utter the phrase, the standard is the standard, obviously. A.B. will want the ball more, and he'll get the ball more. There will be third and short, long balls, fourth and inches toss plays, poor clock management, and yes, a loss or two to a sub-500 team on the road. Football is back, baby! The Steelers are back! There will be drop passes and missed tackles, fumbled snaps and missed field goals. For the first time, you'll see lowering the head penalties, and lowering the head penalties, and lowering the head penalties, and lowering the head penalties. Holding calls will wipe out long games. Football is back, baby! Ben Roethlisberger will cringe and limp after an interception. A.B. will be flagged after a touchdown for showing that his hips don't lie. Juju Smith-Schuster will Instagram the whole thing. After a loss at some point, Cam Hayward will say that he's pissed. Keith Butler will say, doggone. Artie Burns will misread a play. Bud Dupree will overrun the pocket. Vince Williams will get burned against a running back in pass coverage. Sean Davis will take a bad angle, and Joe Hayden will probably get hurt. They'll lose to the Patriots so long as Brady plays, and he will, so they'll lose to the Patriots. Football is back, baby! The Steelers are back! Ben will throw touchdowns. A.B. will make spectacular, impossible-looking catches. Le'Veon will make you want to pull your hair out as he tries to hit the hole. Pun intended. Then he will bust through the crack and score. Juju will make critical third-down grabs. James Washington will step in and play just fine. The Wizard of Boz will hit game winners. Cam Hayward will get to the quarterback and put him on his ass. T.J. Watt will take that next step. Mike Tomlin will get his fair share of splash plays, and somehow the Steelers will make it out of stadiums alive. Mike Hilton's going to get home on a corner blitz. Morgan Burnett won't be flashy, but he'll be solid. Renegade will spur on the crowd. The Browns, the Bengals, the Ravens, there'll be no match in the AFC North. Football is back, baby! The Steelers are back! You'll get Jerry Dulac and two hours of good football talk. You'll get Mike Pursuta saying, are you ready for some football? Craig Wolfley will make you feel like his brother. Tim Benz will piss you off. Dale Lally will talk some reason into him. Matt Williamson will make you think about football in ways you've never considered before. Football is back, baby! There will be distractions and drama, schisms and rifts, nonsense and riffraff, disagreements and tiffs. Don't live in your fears. It's next man up. Football is back, baby. You found the Crowley Show where your mom listens, and you should too. 412-922-2874 is the number to call. Or you can join the cast of dozens and follow me on Twitter at underscore Adam Crowley. Tell your kids, tell your wife, we're doing radio up in here. What are we going to watch tonight? Crap, most likely. But it doesn't mean we can't enjoy it. You ever have one too many? Go home with somebody that you roll over the next morning and say, that was a bad decision? 
That's preseason football. It feels good at the time, but tomorrow morning when you wake up, you're going to think, why in the hell did I waste four hours on that? There are some questions, though, to get to. How many inside linebackers are going to play at the same time? Who's the leader in the clubhouse to be the starter next to Vince Williams? The center guard position is all flubbed up with injury to Ramon, and Pouncey will be sitting out. So you'll have Finney at center. You'll have Filer at guard. Chooks Okafor is your swing tackle. That scares me. Would you play James Washington with Mason Rudolph? Will the defense tackle better? There are so many questions! Let's go one at a time. Oh, baby. I'm so excited. It's football tonight. Football's back, baby. Steelers are back. How many inside linebackers will play at the same time? Will they come out vanilla today? Will they go standard 3-4 and then as the game gets later on, start rotating defensive backs in there left and right? Or are they going to show some of the things that they're going to try to do during the regular season? Because I have a hunch. The way that Mike Tomlin has been speaking, the way that Keith Butler has been speaking, that we're not going to see inside linebackers on the field together all that much this year. Usually, you got two inside backers in your 3-4, but you're only playing the 3-4 25% of the time. And even if you're playing your base in running situations or on first and second downs, that doesn't mean the other team can't throw the ball. Of course they can throw the ball. So I wonder if you're going to see one inside linebacker and the cast of characters, Terrell Edmonds, Sean Davis, Morgan Burnett, all rotating through there as a hybrid, a guy who can cover, but a guy who can also be stout enough against the run. The Steelers don't have to now be victim to what the other team's doing. The Steelers can now dictate with their own personnel. The Steelers have enough bodies on the back end that they can be multiple. They can set the tempo. And that's what I want to see. Don't know if we'll see it tonight, though. Don't know what they'll throw out there. But of course you're excited to see Terrell Edmonds. And for those of you who haven't been to training camp, he looks good. He looks every bit a first-round flipping pick. That guy looks like a stud. He walks out there. He looks like Tevin Smith. He looks like the linebacker safety hybrids that you see across the National Football League this year. And I thought, coming into training camp, this dude was not going to get used unless there was an emergency. Morgan Burnett goes down. Sean Davis goes down. Cam Sutton goes down. I thought that would be a problem if he was put into play. But now I think... You want your best 11 guys on the field, and to me, he looks like he can be one of the best 11. Cam Sutton looks like he can be one of the best 11. They're raw on the back end. No doubt. Raw on the back end. LOL. But they're talented. I've said it for weeks now, maybe even months. I'm not going to believe into this defense until I see it on the field in the regular season. But they do have pedigree. Sutton's a third-round pick. Artie Burns a first-round pick. Joe Hayden, first-round pick. Top-ten pick. Sean Davis, second-round pick. Morgan Burnett has done it in this league before. You look at Brian Allen. The guy's a physical freak. They've got bodies. Last year, they had William Gay. Now, by definition, he had a body. 
that made him a body. But you know what I'm talking about. When the Steelers went to nickel, when the Steelers went to dime and needed a dime linebacker, it was William Stank and Gay. Uh, that ain't going to work. And William Gay did a lot of good things for a lot of years for the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's not what he's suited to do. After Ryan Shazier went down and Tyler Matikiewicz went down last year, yo, you didn't have the option to be multiple on the back end. You didn't have the option to change up coverages. You didn't have the option to roll through different personnel packages. You had Robert Golden. We're not talking about studs on the defense. You're trying to fill out a roster as opposed to now you're thinking about, oh my God, who am I going to cut? And that's a much different problem to have. John Bostic, to me, is the guy, to answer my own question, who I think is the best inside linebacker on the team. He plays the low pad level. He can run sideline to sideline a lot quicker than I thought he was. He's still going to get burned by guys like Duke Johnson. He's not the kind of player you want running with a running back or a wide receiver or a tight end. But he's better at that, I think, than Vince Williams, no doubt, and certainly than Tyler Matikiewicz. So the question really shouldn't be, who's going to play alongside Vince Williams? It should be, who's going to be the inside linebacker who's going to play next to a hybrid safety? That's what I want to see. We'll see how they proceed from there. I mentioned the center guard position is all flubbed up with injury because you got Ramon Foster out. He might play the first game of the regular season, but that's still a long way away. Marquise Pouncey is sitting out tonight. That's a smart move. So B.J. Finney, who is now your starting left guard with Ramon Foster out, is going to be playing center. Filer, who they like, is a good swing guard. He'll be playing guard, but he's also the backup center to B.J. Finney. What the hell happens if one of them gets hurt? What in the sweet Jesus happens if both of them get hurt? I mentioned this on the program yesterday. It could ruin the entire, as odd as this sounds, preseason game if you've got my mom or dad snapping the football. If it's not Finney, if it's not Filer, you're going to have to find someone who knows how to play center, who knows how to snap the football, and that's going to create all kind of problems. You're not going to get to see what you want to out of Mason Rudolph. You're not going to get to see what you want to out of a Josh Dobbs. You're not going to get to see what you want to in the running game. And the defense, on the other side, for the Philadelphia Eagles, you're not going to be able to evaluate your players either because the Steelers will be bass-ackwards with the offensive sets that they're going to be able to run. So, fingers crossed, Steelers fans, that neither of the F brothers, Finney and Filer, get hurt. I brought up Chooks Orokafor before, and I called him Chooks Okafor because if I say both names on the show, I'm at least definitely right at one point. Is it still wrong, Tom? You've been wrong both times. What's yeah. his name? Okorafor. That's what I said the second time. Oh, okay. Oh, no, I think I said Orakafor. I don't even know what you said. Is it Okorafor? Okorafor. I've watched the guy play now for like 15 flipping practices. I know what he can bring to the table. I know what he looks like. I know what he smells like. Don't know how to say the guy's name. We'll call him Chooks from here on out. Chooks can play. Chooks also should not be the Steelers' swing tackle. When Alejandro Villanueva goes down, do you want to go to the small college left tackle? No! Case in point, I saw Chooks get totally manhandled by Bud Dupree. Bud Dupree, the guy who's been a disappointment as a Pittsburgh Steeler. 
had his way with Chooks because Bud's a pro. Chooks is not. He can get there. He will be solid. He's got the frame. He will be a good player in this league, I have no doubt. But he needs these reps right now in preseason. And therein lies the danger, right? Because if Chooks is your guy that you want to see can be that guy in the future as your legitimate starting left or right tackle down the road, you have to let him play. But at the same time, he's also your swing guy, so if he gets hurt, well, then you're really effed. That scares me. Would you play James Washington with Mason Rudolph? I wouldn't. I want to see what Mason Rudolph can do. I want to see him drop back, go through his progressions, know where the football is supposed to go, and put the football where it's supposed to be. And if he's got his boy, James Washington, from Oklahoma State, he's force-feeding him the ball. He was force-feeding him the ball all the damn time early in practice at St. Vincent College. Day one, where in the world is James Washington? Day two, oh my God, where in the world is James Washington? Day three, where in the world is James Washington? And it got better as Camp moved on. But I want to see what Mason Rudolph can do without James. I want to see if he can read the defense. I want to see if he can go through the progressions, make the checks, do all those kinds of things. I don't want him having his safety blanket. When I went to college... I left my pill pill at home. Took until college for me to say goodbye to my little pillow. But you can't have your safety blanket when you go to the real world. The real world is the National Football League. And yeah, it's only preseason, but let's see what Mason's all about. My prediction? Mason looks rusty tonight. And by rusty, I mean rattled. He was rattled the first week or so of training camp. Got way better as it went along. Maybe that'll continue. But I think that the moment, the crowd, the excitement, I think it'll get to him a little bit in the early going. Final question. Will the defense tackle better? Will Sean Davis take better angles to the football? You don't have Mike Mitchell, so you know he won't be missing any. How do the inside linebackers tackle? How does Morgan Burnett look if he plays? And a lot of those guys won't. I'm interested in all that because the Steelers last year were depending on what metrics you wanted to look at, 31st or 32nd in the league at tackling. Doesn't really matter which they were. Not good enough. That's all the stuff I'm looking forward to seeing tonight or some of the answers that I hope we find out over the next couple of weeks, maybe not all tonight, as Steelers preseason begins. Coming up next, I'll tell you why today, for me at least, is as much about the future of the Pittsburgh Steelers as it is about the 2018 Pittsburgh Steelers. It's Crowley Show. The Adam Crowley Show. He did a couple of annoying radio-y, hot takey things that I wouldn't have done where he goes, go ahead and tell me why you don't think what Tom Wilson did was illegal, and I'll tell you why you're wrong. Explain what you think, and then I'll tell you why you're wrong. On ESPN Pittsburgh. Okay, tough guy. Last year in the preseason, the Brannies were 4-0. They went 0-16 in the regular season. Deshaun Watson did not throw a touchdown pass through 56 attempts in the preseason. In the regular season, 19 through Week 8. That's the most in the National Football League. And Nate Peterman hailed a pit. In the preseason, zero interceptions on 79 attempts. In the regular season, five interceptions in his first start. How about that, Nate Peterman? We'll get to more around the NFL stuff coming up in the great unsponsored football segment filled with knowledge and fun brought to you by To Be Determined in just a couple of minutes. Today's as much about the future 
of the Pittsburgh Steelers as it is about the 2018 Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, all my focus will be on this year. I'm not looking ahead. I'm not like the 2017 Steelers. I'm not like Mike Tom. I'm looking ahead to the New England Patriots. And most of the analysis will reflect that. But today is interesting to me because the future, for once, is interesting with these Pittsburgh Steelers. Since 2004, you've known who the quarterback's going to be. Well, next year, you don't. It's probably going to be Ben. Likely going to be Ben. But you don't know. You don't know how this season's going to go, and you don't know how it's going to affect his willingness to want to return for next season. So, the obvious one, plucking it out, Can Mason Rudolph carry a great second half of camp into the preseason and make the coaching staff believe that he's the next one? I've seen a lot from him at camp where you know he's getting better. And we didn't see that from Landry Jones in year one. We didn't see it from Landry Jones in year two. We didn't see it from Landry Jones until year three. I think Landry Jones has thrown more touchdowns yards and interceptions than any quarterback in the history of ever in preseason games. And it took a while for him to get to the point where he was a stable backup in the National Football League. And despite what people say, he is a stable backup in this league. But Mason Rudolph looked the first week or so in training camp like Landry did his entire first three training camps. And after that looked really, really good. So the improvement's there. The talent is there. The pedigree is there. The Steelers had a first-round grade on this guy for a reason. They think he can be the next one. But can he go out, as Mike Tomlin says, in a stadium and make the staff believe that he's that guy? Some of the things that he's going to have to do today aren't sexy at all. Can he get in and out of the huddle? Can he make his checks? Can he read the defense, go through his progressions? I don't need to see him fitting the football in tight windows. I don't need to see him completing a bunch of passes. First step for me is, is the ball going to the right spot? Is he looking at the defense and saying, I know where the football should go on this play. I know what's going to get us the most here. I know how we're going to maintain reasonable down and distance, and I'm going to make sure that I can run the offense that way. I want to see that. Don't turn the football over. Make sure you've got your correct protections called, and make sure that you know whenever... They're stacking the box, and you're going up to the line, and you're going to run the football. Maybe I ought to be out of it. If they even give him that opportunity in a preseason game, I don't know if they will, because you do want to see the James Connors and the Jalen Samuels of the world, and we'll get to them coming up in a minute. But Mason Rudolph, if all things go according to plan, should not take a regular season snap for the Steelers this year. I mean, maybe last week of the season, they're playing Cincinnati. Maybe everything's all settled and he will get a regular season snap, but he shouldn't play a meaningful regular season snap all season long unless Shiz went to hell. It's the only way. So it's not about now. It's about later. It's about progress. Let's see how he progresses. Is James Conner, again looking to 2018, a possible solution at running back after Bell leaves. I thought going into camp that the answer to that question was F-U-C bleep no. Because I saw him last year. He couldn't pass protect. He never stays healthy. And we'll forget about the cancer. He just never stays healthy. And he wasn't great in the passing game. But I saw in seven shots 
which is what the Steelers do. They're at the two-yard line. They'll take seven opportunities to get the ball in the end zone. It's a two-point conversion drill. It's a red zone drill. I saw him standing on the right side of Ben Roethlisberger in a blitzer lining up to the left. James Conner recognized the blitzer, put his hat on a hat, switched sides across the quarterback's face, which is hard to do, especially when you're a young guy. Am I supposed to do that? Am I not supposed to do that? Takes the guy out of the play. Ben Roethlisberger gets rid of the football. He's come a long way in that regard. He's also come a long way catching the football. Ran down the sideline, caught a ball with his fingertips over T.J. Watt, who's good in coverage, and made the crowd go, ooh. Didn't know he had that in him. Did not know he could be that guy. He's lost some weight. He's got some burst in running drills. Where the Steelers are going to run 9 out of 11 plays. Not throw the football. He was the only guy who was getting anything. Because the defense is cheating. The defense is crashing down. None of the running backs have any breathing room. He was the guy who consistently broke long runs. So he can, I think, maybe be part of a running back by committee next year. Or at least be in the conversation to how they replace Le'Veon Bell. Let's see how he does, again, as Mike Tomlin says, tonight in the stadium. Can Jalen Samuels make this team? That's about this year, but it's also a solution when Bell is gone. Can he be part of that rotation? I have not been enamored with that guy. He can catch, he can move, he can run, can't block. And if you're going to be running back by committee... If you are going to stand alongside Ben Roethlisberger or the future, Mason Rudolph, you sure as bleep better be able to block. And he can't because he didn't do it in college. He didn't. That's wild. His entire time at NC State, he did not block because he's the guy out of the backfield catching the ball or he's running the ball. He's always got the ball in his hands or he's running routes. He's not blocking. So it's not necessarily his fault, but how much time do the Steelers want to put into him? I don't know if he makes this team. Because Stephen Ridley's better than him right now. Fitz Toussaint is better than him right now. Make a couple of splash plays, though. Show that you can do some stuff in pass protection. Well, then you start sliding up the depth chart. Can Chooks be the next Steelers good tackle? We will find out. And not just because of this year, because of the swing tackle possibilities. You do care about that. Can Chooks block enough to protect Ben Roethlisberger if you lose Marcus Gilbert or Alejandro Villanueva this year? Uh, we're going to learn. But the Steelers also drafted him because they're going to have to start replenishing their offensive line. So he's a guy to watch. And this is obvious. Will Terrell Edmonds be a player this year or starting next year? Can you trust him? Can he put guys on the ground? When you look at his tape... From last year at Virginia Tech, it was not good. It is not first-round worthy. If you look at it from two years ago when he was healthy, yeah, he jumps off the field. Best athlete on the field every damn time. Can he be that guy? We'll find out starting tonight. 412-922-2874 is the number to call. We'll get to the great unsponsored football segment filled with knowledge and fun brought to you by To Be Determined coming up in a few moments. But there's this... Radio question I've heard thrown out there, and I've seen it on Twitter.com from the guys across the street. I think it's ludicrous. Ludicrous is what they're saying. That Mason Rudolph can't come in here and win the backup job from Landry Jones. I can't see why people think this is a weird conversation. Here's why it's weird. 
Because it's not going to happen. It's a hypothetical radio question. It's not a real thing that could ever, at any point this year, unless Ben Roethlisberger goes out for a long time, have a semblance of fact. Whether or not Mason Rudolph is better than Landry Jones in the preseason does not matter. Landry Jones will be the backup quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers this year. Move on. Find a different topic of discussion. Move on. It's not worth wasting your breath. Do you know the way the Steelers operate? Do you know who they are? Michael Vick was still a better player, I think, than Landry Jones when he came in here a couple of years ago. Did he play like it? No. Why? He didn't know the offense. Landry Jones goes out there, and he has his limits, no doubt. He's got things in his game that you think, oh, dear, geez. I mean, he doesn't look the part of an NFL quarterback. I get all that. But when he walked out there on the field against Arizona, he does a little helmet tap, looks over at Antonio Brown, back shoulder throw, and it's like, oh, wow, damn, they actually moved the ball for the first time today. Why? Because he knows how to get the ball to A.B. He knows how to get the ball to Le'Veon Bell. He knows how to get the ball to the Steelers' playmakers within the framework of the offense. Mason Rudolph is four years behind Landry Jones in figuring all that out. Now, it can be done. Dak Prescott came in and did it, and now Tony Romo's calling football games for CBS. It can be done. Deshaun Watson comes in with a stud as a rookie. 19 touchdowns in eight games. Ben Roethlisberger came in and won every damn game he started. That's a thing. All those things. They happen. I don't think it's going to happen with Mason Rudolph. And more importantly, the Steelers aren't going to give Mason Rudolph the opportunity because they believe Landry Jones is the guy. If Ben Roethlisberger goes down for two games, I even think Landry Jones gives them a better chance to win than Mason Rudolph. No question about it. None. But it doesn't matter what I think. It doesn't matter what you think. It matters what the Steelers think, and they think, hey, Shockingly, like me. What time is it, Tom? Uh, Crowley, before we find out what time it is, as we discussed yesterday, we shouldn't talk about football directly leading into the great unsponsored football segment. So, uh, Pirates, huh? Looking good, right? Not bad. huh? What are you doing? We can't talk about football leading. We talked about this yesterday on the air. We can talk about the Steelers, and then no. the football no, 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 segment no, no. can be all football. No, 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 no. The Bucks tonight, huh? Nova? Giants? Four-game wraparound series? Looks good, right? Pretty good. No one cares. And now it's time for the great unsponsored football segment filled with knowledge and fun. Brought to you by To Be Determined. Woo! Twelve games on the schedule tonight. And some of them are crap. In fact, all of them... I wouldn't cancel your date plans. But I'm a dork, and I love football, and this country loves football. Here are some things I'm looking forward to seeing tonight. How will Baker look today against the Giants? Baker Mayfield, first overall pick in the draft, will get to play a half. I like Baker. I think he'll be good. I don't like the situation in Cleveland. I don't think he should have been the number one overall pick. But I'm excited to see how he plays. He's the kind of guy who could thrive in preseason. I don't know if they'll give him a lot of the starters or the starting offensive line or anything like that. But if they give him the schlubs, he can thrive because he's so mobile. He can move around in the pocket and get rid of the football. I think he can thrive. My prediction? He's the guy we come away from this preseason 
and you might want to save this, Tom, and say, wow, he can play in the pros. Speaking of can play in the pros, I don't know if this has ever happened before, but in the preseason, you get number one pick versus the number two pick, Saquon Barkley. He will look good. He's going to come into the league and be a top five back immediately. I mean, look at his damn quads. He's going to come in and be a stud from day one. So I'm not even looking forward to guessing. I'm not even looking forward to, oh, can he prove something? No. I'm looking forward to what I'm expecting, which is greatness. Andrew Luck will play the first quarter against the Seahawks. Can everyone just, everyone who's listening to the show right now, just take a knee. Take a knee. Bless yourself. Do whatever you do. Get pointed towards Mecca. I don't care. Whatever you got to do to pray, pray for Andrew Luck. Pray that this guy don't get hurt. He's finally back. And can they, the Colts, be players in the AFC South? We won't know until we see him. Does he have his arm strength? He's going to have the mental side of things down. But the speed of the game the first time going out there after being off for two flipping years, it might be overwhelming. Is Brady going to play? If he does, will someone roll up on his knee? Sorry. Rams at Ravens. Will Lamar Jackson look better his second time around? Was not impressed the first time. RG3 looked okay, though. Will Joe Flacco play? And if he does, will he look like Joe Flacco from last year? I see no reason not to. The last four years, he's been... The last time we saw Ryan Tannehill, the Dolphins made the playoffs. Can they be a threat? I mean, not a real threat, but can they make the playoffs in a weak AFC? I think maybe. Can Ryan Tannehill stay healthy? Does he still have it? He's a good player when he's healthy. Very, very rarely healthy. Is Deshaun Watson good to go as Houston takes on KC? And is Pat Mahomes ready to lead that Chiefs offense? We'll start with Watson. I think that Houston could be very good. Their defense was good last year without J.J. Watt. If J.J. Watt comes back and is 85% of J.J. Watt, they can be real players on that side of the ball. And if Deshaun Watson can be anywhere near as dynamic as he was in year one, that's a team that can win the division. Because I'm not sold on the Jags being much better than a 10-6 and football team. I think that division is a total coin flip. I think Jacksonville sits at 10-6. and And a fumbled ball this way, a missed field goal that way, you could see them 9-7, and 8-8. Eight and eight. I don't know if their ceiling's much more than what 11-5 and five could be. So Deshaun Watson, if he's anywhere near as good as he was last year, that's a team that can win the division. Pat Mahomes, as I said, ready to lead the Chiefs offense. He's not going to be better than Alex Smith was last year. Alex Smith was a bona fide MVP candidate. Bonafide. And he'll play tonight in Washington, which I'm also looking forward to seeing. Coming up next, it's the hottest take of the day, which has, shockingly, to do with the Steelers. And it's my pre-preseason prediction for this ball club. Pre-preseason prediction. The pre-preseason pre-prediction? That's what we'll call it. That's next. Crowley Show. The Adam Crowley Show. Axon. 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 Oh, no. Oh, it's on the nipple. Axon. 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 Adam Crowley on ESPN Pittsburgh. 
Ben Roethlisberger's not going to play tonight, obviously. But according to our friend Dale Lolly, spent about a half hour working on different throws before the game. Super Bowl. Super Bowl. He's finally putting in the work. Finally! Super Bowl. I joke. I kid. Kind of. They could win it, though. Who's to say they can't? New England? Jacksonville? Philadelphia? New Orleans? Steelers' schedule this year is a bear. But we don't need to talk about that now. Right now, we focus on tonight's big old matchup with the defending world champion, P. Philadelphia Eagles. And joining me now to discuss is our great friend from behind the glass. He is shirtless, Tom. Hello, Thomas. Crowley, pleasure being on the show today, man. Yeah, really appreciate you taking the time. I appreciate you having me on. Shirtless Tom, you are a gambler. Sometimes. Eagles favored by three. Who are you going with? Oh, in this game? Tonight, you got to take the points. You know why? Because it's a preseason game, and it doesn't matter. And you can basically flip a coin and have better odds at that. Plus, the Eagles are starting some guy whose name I don't even remember. Nate Sutfield. Oh, this is why we had you on as a guest. From Abercrombie State. That can't be it. Yeah. That's not no, it. No, look it up. There's no way. I swear to God. It's not Abercrombie. I Okay. I promise you it's not. Well, I'm the guest on the show, so. Well, I appreciate you taking the time. Well, I appreciate you having me on. How are you doing today? I'm doing fine. That's great. Take care now. Thank you. Bye. It's time for the hottest take of the day. It's time for the hottest take of the day. It's <laughs> probably a good time for me to mention that I'm done after this segment. It's all over today after this segment because we're taking you up to Steelers Network pregame with Mike Pursuta, Jerry Dulek, Craig Wolfley. And Bob Labriola. Truncated show. That's why we're doing the hottest take of the day and other crap and all that fun stuff. Just thought I'd put that one out there. It's time for my Steelers pre-preseason pre-prediction. The Pittsburgh Steelers will have a worse record than they did last year. I don't think that's that big of a stretch. But I think that they could wind up going farther in the playoffs. I have zero faith in the AFC. I just... None. All it needs to happen for the Steelers to go further than what they did last year is go to the AFC Championship game. And I have a pretty good idea that they will. Now, we haven't seen a preseason game yet. That is why this is the pre-preseason pre-prediction. But when you look at the Chargers, do they strike fear into your heart? I, I don't think so. They weren't a playoff team last year. And yeah, that came down to the kicking game. But it always comes down to something with them, doesn't it? And they... Lost their starting tight end. They lost a guy in the back end. That's going to hurt them. They don't scare me. Jacksonville has Blake Bortles. They're a good football team. They can beat the Steelers in a primetime game at home. I don't doubt that at all. But are they going to rack up enough wins to get a bye? Are they going to rack up enough wins to, if they play the Steelers in the playoffs, get that game at home? I think that'll matter this year. I don't think the Steelers would sleep on Jacksonville this year. I don't think that they're going to have problems with that football team the way that they did. And I don't know if Jacksonville's even going to be there. I don't know if Jacksonville's going to win the division. There's so much up in the air in the AFC. Is Houston going to be good? Is Tennessee going to be good? Kansas City's going to take a step back, you'd have to think, because their defense is trash. The Steelers, by virtue of just being pretty good, should be in the AFC Championship game. So right now, my pre-preseason pre-prediction has the Steelers going 11-5, winning the AFC North, and at 11-5, as I mentioned, 
getting a bye in the AFC. That's how little faith I have in this conference as a whole. That's the hottest take of the day. Woo! Other crap. A Beefo Brady's in Florida canceled their cable package to protest the national anthem protests. I don't have a joke. I just wanted to say Beefo Brady's. Woo! Other crap. Beefo Kaepernick's? Woo! Other crap. It's been 618 days since Pitt basketball won a conference game. It's time for the three stars of the show. Tonight's third star of the show, the back end. But now I think you want your best 11 guys on the field, and to me, he looks like he can be one of the best 11. Cam Sutton looks like he could be one of the best 11. They're raw on the back end. No doubt. Raw on the back end. LOL. Tonight's second star of the show, the Pittsburgh Pirates. The Bucks tonight, huh? Nova? Giants. Four-game wraparound series. Looks good, right? Pretty good. No one cares. And tonight's first star of the show, football is back! Football is back, baby! Ben Roethlisberger will cringe and limp after an interception. A.B. will be flagged after a touchdown for showing that his hips don't lie. Juju Smith-Schuster will Instagram the whole thing. After a loss at some point, Cam Hayward will say that he's pissed. Keith Butler will say, doggone. Artie Burns will misread a play. Bud Dupree will overrun the pocket. Vince Williams will get burned against a running back in pass coverage. 